0: This podcast is part of the Soul Zone Network.
1: Hello, hello. It's Molly and Sarah from the butterflyconnection.com. We're all connected and we're not alone. What if you could rebirth your soul? Spark movement in your life and reconnect with your authentic self. Join us.
0: Each week as we connect with Source to answer the burning questions that lie deep within us and gain clarity and wisdom to soar to our greatest potential.
1: Welcome to the Butterfly Connection, where the kinetics of your soul will give you wings to fly.
0: This is BK36, 2018 Reflections for 2019 Rejuvenations. Hello, hello. It's Molly and Sarah. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in with us this week. And we hope that you had a wonderful week. And anyone who was celebrating the holiday, we hope you had a wonderful holiday with uh, friends and family. This is a fantastic time to really start reflecting upon the year. And reflecting upon the year, in my opinion, means thinking about everything that has gone on and happened, what you have accomplished, the things that you have learned, the memories that you have made, things that you were maybe hoping to accomplish that. Perhaps didn't get accomplished, but you can make as a goal for for the new year. It's just a great time
1: for reflection. Yes, I also feel like it's a great time once you've reflected to also start to look forward and take those lessons that you've learned and take those experiences that you've had, whether they be good or bad, and. Think about how you're going to utilize that information, how you're going to use it in your daily life in the new year, and also decide what kinds of goals you want to set for yourself and what kinds of experiences you want to have in the new year. So this kind of goes beyond the whole concept of just, you know, okay, it's January 1, let's you know, get on a, a better food regimen, eat better, exercise. That's all important, too. Absolutely. But this is more of like an inward reflection and an inward thought process of who you want to be and what you want to be doing and whether or not what you've done in the past year and what you're going to do in the next year is reflecting that.
0: Absolutely. And I think it's really important to remember this time of year, can be very challenging for some people. It can be very overwhelming for anyone having anxiety that can start to creep up. And we can kind of get lost in those sorts of things and get lost in the, oh, look at all of the things that happened this year that were maybe negative or friends and family that we maybe have lost over the year. And it can be very easy to get caught up in all of the sad things or frustrating things that occurred. And I really want to encourage you that, yes, you do need to look at those, but try to look at them from a different perspective. Try to take a moment to kind of realize why did those things happen? What were the bigger lessons learned in those experiences? What was something that potentially happened where growth occurred or where your outlook on life in general changed for the better because you maybe had to learn a difficult lesson within the year.
1: Yes, absolutely. The other thing that I think that's really important to mention here is as you're doing all of those things and you're reflecting on your lessons, That you also allow yourself to release any old or any residual feelings that you might have in those situations that occurred. I know for myself, sometimes the new year can be very emotional. I sometimes find myself crying as the ball drops, but I don't think I'm always crying because. I'm sad about something that, you know, happened. Sometimes it's, for me, it's like a release. I'm releasing the year. I'm releasing all of the things that maybe didn't go as I wanted them to. I'm releasing all of the emotions surrounding some of the experiences that I had that may have have not been very pleasant. But I think the most important thing is to allow yourself to release. And you can do this in a lot of different ways you know just just crying you know sitting down and allowing yourself to reflect and just feel and it's okay to feel sad it's okay to feel angry it's okay to feel frustrated the most important thing to do is feel cuz i think that is part of releasing the old year releasing the year that we're in so that we can be cleansed and ready to take on the new year. I completely
0: agree. And I also want to encourage you while you're reflecting upon this year, take some time and journal. Take some time and go to our Soul Reflections Challenge, which is free for you to join. And check out some of those journaling exercises that we have. As I know that There are definitely reflective questions in everything we have for this whole year that you may find one or two that really resonate with you. And it's a great way to start to release any of those old beliefs. For all the introverts that are out there, I want to encourage you to reach out to friends and family and loved ones who are encouraging and supportive to talk to about what you may be feeling or working through. I know that it can get very easy to kind of lock yourself in a room, so to speak, and go through emotions that you might be feeling that you are afraid you will be judged for if you talk to somebody about it or you don't want people to know that you're you're feeling certain ways and it, and when we isolate ourselves like that i think it can be very it can be very unhealthy if we try to isolate ourselves when we're going through any kind of releasing of emotions so i want to encourage everybody not just the introverts out there but anybody who uses isolation as a way to cope. I want to encourage you to reach out to at least someone that you know and trust and love and let them know what you're thinking about and what you're working through. I think it's really important that we have people that we can lean on and trust to give us the support that we are looking for. And then on the other aspect, because I know that this time of year is not just a sad time of year for everybody. A lot of people are really excited and looking forward to the new year, and you might be feeling a little bit of both. And like we said last week about finding the magic in things, this is a great time to really reflect upon all of the magic that has happened in your life and any goals or things that you want to achieve next year and all of the magic that may be appearing
1: in the near future. Yes. And Molly, that's a really good point you made about you know not isolating yourself. I just wanted to add to that really quick, that even if you don't have any family this time of year or in the new year, that you remember that you are not alone, that you can reach out. And if you are feeling sad or depressed or unable to cope, that There are many, many avenues in which you can reach out to people to talk to so that you can go through your emotions and learn to cope and release that. And I just think that's important to mention. And also looking at this new year as a rejuvenation and a rebirth of you and not so much a dwelling on what has happened. And also that in that rejuvenation, in that um, you know rebirth, you are being thankful, as we have said in another podcast back around Thanksgiving, being thankful for everything in your life now, everything that has happened this year, and have a wonderful, positive mindset as to the amazing magic that's going to occur ahead. Yes, completely agree. And in talking about
0: rejuvenation for the next year, the upcoming year, let's talk about some things that you can do to create self-care or better self-care. And I know we talk about self-care a lot. And it can be so easy, especially this time of year, getting caught up in Um, visits with family, if that's something that you're doing or celebrating holidays, if you're celebrating holidays, it can be easy to get lost in, in all of that. And then you sit back at the end of the year and go, wow, I haven't done hardly anything to take care of myself. I've just been so busy with everything else. I've gotten completely caught up in that and then lost what I was doing for me. So I think it's really important. To think about that, like, are you taking the time to take care of yourself? I know for me personally, I was doing a really great job at meditating regularly, and then I kind of fell off the bandwagon, so to speak. And it's easy to do, but I think it's important that we kind of do a check in with ourselves and say, what am I doing to take care of myself? And if you are finding that what you were doing, you maybe have stopped because you're caught up in other things, instead of beating yourself up about it or saying, oh, well, I haven't done this in two months, so there's no point in doing it anymore. I think change your perspective on that as well and say, all right, yeah, okay, I haven't done it for a couple months, but I think today is a great day to start up again. Just because you maybe have put yourself by the wayside for a little bit does not mean you cannot set the intention to jump back on the bandwagon and continue the self-care.
1: Absolutely. And just remember, it's never too late to start anything, whether it's for the first time or whether it's for the fifth time. I mean, how many of us say, all right, we're going to exercise, and then we get to the point we're on a nice regimen, and then something happens, and you know, we fall off the, the track a little bit. And I know for myself, I always make every single excuse in the book as to why I can't fit it into my day. And I was just at the doctor's office this morning, and she looked at me right in the face and said, uh, you need to exercise more. And I thought, you know, why am I not doing that? And I always make up some sort of an excuse. So if you're like me out there, we need to change our perspective, as Molly said, and say it's never too late to start something that is for our highest good. And it's okay if we fell off the bandwagon or we fell off the track because you can get right back on again.
0: Yeah. And I love what you said about the making excuses part, I think we're all guilty about making excuses for the things that we know are good for us, but we get lost in everything else. And I think the most important thing we can remember going into the new year is that when you're someone who is a caretaker, or you're someone who is has children, or you're married, or You have a lot of responsibility with your job, or whatever it may be, where you can get caught up in it and lost in yourself. That we're actually better people when we put ourselves first. It is not a selfish thing to put yourself first. And self care, such as sleep and eating well, and exercise and drinking enough water, hydration, and Just eating, eating in a way that fuels our body, that gives our body what we need and exercising in a way that gives our, allows our body to be strong and to fight off illness and to strengthen our immune system and all of those things that are important. If we are actively putting that first, we actually are better. For not just ourselves, but for everyone who is counting on us.
1: Yes, um, I totally agree with that. And to even dig deep even more, you know, while you're taking care of your physical body so that you can be your best self for others, you also have to take take care of your mind. You also have to take care of your mind. And the one thing that just came to my mind was mindfulness mindfulness. And what does mindfulness mean? Well, when you're caught up in the hustle and bustle of your day, if you're making excuses for not doing things for yourself, Molly mentioned before, checking in with yourself. It means slowing down. It means hitting the pause button at least a couple of times a day, or if you can't fit in a couple of times a day, even once a day, or even in the morning and then again at night. It's taking five minutes and pausing and being mindful. What is my body telling me right now? What is my mind telling me? Do I feel anxiety? Do I feel sleepy? Do I feel dehydrated? Do I feel sad? Do I feel angry? Checking in with yourself is also checking in with your mind, and that is really what mindfulness is and it's also being able to recognize within your daily routine when you need to pause, when you might need a break for a moment. I can give you a beautiful example for all of the moms out there. Have you ever just said you were going to the bathroom and went into the bathroom and shut the door and didn't come out for at least 20 minutes, but you didn't actually have to go to the bathroom? So I, I have done this before, and it, it isn't just, you know, to keep my mom brain sane. It's to keep my mindfulness alive and awakened within me and to allow myself a breather, because that is what the new year is really about. It's about taking a breath and being okay with just living in that moment so that you can finally be able to see clearly the path ahead of you.
0: I love that that bathroom thing works for you. Unfortunately, in some moms' cases, such as mine, I go, I'm going to the bathroom, and apparently that's an invitation to open the door and interrupt me. I'm going to the bathroom or taking a shower. (laughs) At which point I have to say, can I just have a minute to myself? <laughs> and folks, this is what early bedtime is for kids. <laughs> it's so um it's so as we as parents can actually have a little time at night to uh have mindfulness for ourselves. <laughs>
1: Right, yes. Well, I, I have had that happen to me before also. Going outside is also another way to 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 combat it, if you can. Um, But however you can do it, you know. Yes, it's important. I think, too, since sometimes it's important to
0: maybe have some cue words for your kids. And what I mean by cue words is, you know, we're all human. And we need time for ourselves. And speaking of the mindfulness connection, you got to have the soul connection, too. And I think as parents, especially when you're the primary parent raising the child, it can be hard to have the mindfulness and the soul connection when it's as if your kids know your every move all day long due to the soul connection that you have with them, which is great, but we're human. We're all human, and we all sometimes need to just have time to ourselves. So even creating some kind of word for your kids, like, "Hey, Mommy needs a timeout," or "Hey, I have to go in this room for a while, and I need you not to interrupt me for five minutes," and just setting a timer for them, and, you know, making them understand that, even though they rely on you for so much, That sometimes you need to take care of your health as well. And I think that's a beautiful gift that we can teach our children, that we can't be everything to everyone at all times unless we are taking some time to be everything to ourselves as well. And teaching that to our kids will instill in them the importance of self-care. Well, instill with them the importance of mindfulness and and the importance of the soul connection that we need to have. Just like we try to teach our kids how to eat well or exercise and things like that, and we can do that by example, taking the time to meditate or taking the time to do yoga or taking the time to just take a a breath for ourselves is just as an important lesson to teach our children as well. So if this is something that you haven't done yet as a parent, I encourage you to think about this for the new year and to try it.
1: Yes, I love that idea. And, you know, this is a great segue into what kinds of goals you want to set for yourself in the new year. And that's an amazing goal right there that creates an unforgettable communication with your children. I think you can even exercise this with other adults, too. Absolutely. Because, you know, whether you're in a stressful job or you're a stay-at-home mom or dad, um, I think at all times we can all be better at communicating with one another how we're feeling. And when we need a break or when we need a moment, or when we're excited about something, or when we're not excited and, and maybe sad about something, I mean, for me, that's going to be one of my goals in the new year is to be more communicative with people and not be afraid of what the outcome of that communication is, because I know that by communicating that that is also a form of self-care. Because if you walk around and you hang on to these these feelings or situations or experiences and you don't communicate especially if they have to do with someone else if you don't communicate how you're feeling then you're just going to carry that around with you and you won't be able to release it so it's important to instill these things in our children but also communicate with the adults around us too and you know another goal that you could set could be about setting boundaries for yourself you know we all hit our, our breaking point, and sometimes we boil over our breaking point, point. and how can you check in with yourself to make sure that that isn't happening? What are your body cues? What are some things that you notice when you're starting to have a higher stress level? What, what, what are your cues? For myself, my chest gets tight, um, or I get dizzy. Or I get cloudy in my thoughts, you know, or I start to shake. But all of these things are cues that our body gives us when we're at our highest level of stress or anxiety. But I challenge you all to think about some goals that you have in the new year for you, for self care, for communication, and start thinking about some things maybe we haven't mentioned here. Yes, and I just want to say
0: one more thing about the communication that Sarah was talking about, as I think that is an amazing thing that probably all of us can be better at in some way or aspect with certain people. A lot of times we're afraid to speak up because we don't want to hurt other people's feelings, or we're afraid to speak up because we're afraid of the con- the possible confrontation. But the interesting thing about that is we don't even know how that person's going to respond, yet we already have this concept in our head of, of how it's going to look without even utilizing the communication and giving it a chance to see what happens. So I think in setting goals, think about are you really being the authentic you towards everyone around you? And what I mean by that is, are you showing
1: who you really are, regardless of who you're around? Right. Because in the end, you have to stay true to who you are because the person you are is there's only one of you. There is no other person like you. You are unique and you are special in your own way. And to not be 100% authentic with yourself and with other people is to not be true to yourself. And in the new year, it's the perfect time to say out loud, I am who I am, and I love who I am, and I choose to be the best version of myself in this new year and in every single day from thereafter. Yes. So I hope that we have left you with some things to
0: reflect upon for the year to come. And as always, we will have a journal exercise in our free soul reflections class that you can sign up for on our website, thebutterflyconnection.com. And I would love, and I know Sarah would too, would love to hear about some of your goals and triumphs for the year that is coming to an end and some goals for the new year to come. We would love it if you would come over to our Facebook page, The Butterfly Connection, and share that with us. Or you could even share it on Instagram. And feel free to check out our Pinterest page as well. If you are looking for a way to relax, and create some inner strength. We do have an inner strength meditation available to download
1: on our website as well. Yes, and don't forget to sign up for our mailing list. We will be rolling out a newsletter um, of all of the fun and awesome things coming soon from the Butterfly Connection. So you can find that on our website also and sign up and hear what things are coming soon. So much love and light to you. We will see you next week. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year and many blessings.
0: Thank you for listening to The Butterfly Connection with Molly Ray
1: and Sarah Courtney. Look for Soul Reflections Academy on our website. TheButterflyConnection.com and sign up for our free Soul Reflection Challenge. We would love to hear from you.
0: Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play and give us a review.
1: You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. And join us next week for another Soul Connecting Conversation.